You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleburne, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleburne.com. Hope Church, welcome for the kickoff of Great Expectations to Pastor Justin. How is everybody? Awake? Yeah? Awake? I'm awake. Are you awake? I have a coffee. That's good. Nitro cold brew? So who in here has ever took a test? I said this in the last service. It should be every single person. I mean, that literally, if you ever were in school, there's tests. So it should be everybody. So if your hand is not, you're lying. All right. I'm kidding. I'm joking. So we, when you take a test, you study, right? Right? I hope so. You study? Right, right Ken? Have you studied for a test? Yeah, see? We should... Supposed to. If you don't, and your professor is Pastor Todd, he's going to get you. I'm kidding. I study for his test. But other than that... <laughs> your class is easy, thankfully. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> but we study, right? We study when we take a test. Right? Our full mind, our 100% focus is on that test, right? 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 Hopefully. Otherwise, you probably cheated or something. I'm joking. I am joking. But you studied, right? Your 100% focus is on that test. What about when you study the Word of God? Is your 100% focus on the, on the Word? Hopefully, right? Hopefully it is. And something that pondered in my mind between services is, you know, my, my first point is to focus. Um, sometimes we don't focus. We just don't. We, we're, we're human beings. We like to go from point A to point B. We don't focus right. Especially if you know me, I don't focus right. I always have to stay on the line. But look at Jesus. He, he put our, his 100% focus on us when he died on the cross. Right? Amen? Amen? Amen. He put his life on on the cross to die for us. His focus was on us. Amen? Amen. Who knows Jesus in here? Amen? Amen. (laughs) Just making sure you pay attention. So why should we fast? So I got permission from my wife for a story. She used to be a softball player. And she was an outfielder, right? You were an outfielder? Just making sure. I wasn't lying in the last service. I was right. And then her coach told her to go in first base, right? The first baseman. So I guess the ball was going right towards her. She was so focused on the ball. What do you think happened? What happened? What do you think happened? She caught it. She caught it, but it wasn't with the glove. She caught it with her bare hand. She was so focused on the ball. She was so focused to win, right? She was so focused... She caught it without her glove, which I would have cried horrendously. If you know me, I would have cried. She. It's true, it's true. But she was so focused on the ball, right? When we study the Word of God, what is our focus on? Is it because we, we truly want transformation? Is it because we want, really want Jesus to change us? Or is it because we just want to read it because 
person with Sidus is reading it. What is the reasons? Do we really want to be transformed, or is it just another book? Because there's something different with the Bible. It actually changes you. It's actually breathing, because when you read it, the Holy Spirit will talk to you. Amen? It's not just an average book. It will change your life if you actually read it. Point one, to focus. In Philippians 3, verses 12 to 21. Not that I have already obtained all this or, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Jesus Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us then who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already obtained. Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters, and just as you have us as a model. Keep your eyes on those who live as we do. For as I have often told you before and now, tell you again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their, their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things, but our citizenship, citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. We have all pondered on something that someone said last year or maybe a decade before. Maybe your wife or your best friend or someone or even a pastor said something that you just disliked, you hated. And it bothered you. And you keep pondering it. It's 2020 and it happened in 2018 or 2019. The only word I got to say is grow up. Get over it. Because you know what? People, people literally spit on Jesus. He got beaten. He got tortured. And he still died on the cross for us. And we are worried so much what happened last year. It's affecting what we're going to do for Johnson County. When we're fasting, we need to stay focused. That's the whole point. When we fast, your mind needs to be clear. So if you're constantly overthinking things like I do, fasting helps. Because you're not, you are literally telling God that I want, to, I want to be in the game. I don't want to be on the sidelines anymore. I'm tired of just being stagnated. I'm tired of just sitting down. I want to do what I am called to do. Just because I may not be a pastor... Doesn't mean, just because you're not a pastor, just because you, whatever, you're still a minister for Christ. You still have the same job. It doesn't matter who you are. We're all supposed to be ministers of Christ. So when we fast in a couple weeks, tell God, hey, and right now, actually, right now, I want to be in the game. And really, it's not a game because people are going to hell every single day. And while we'd rather be on the sidelines, we'd rather hear people preach, we'd rather hear people say, man, Jesus is awesome, but you don't want to do it. Your voice is something, but your actions is totally different, right? So when we say something, maybe you should do it. 
Keep your eyes on the prize because the prize is seeing people in heaven. It's you telling people about Christ, your family entering heaven, you entering heaven, your friends entering heaven, the people here entering heaven. That's the prize. It's seeing Jesus, seeing the people you love in heaven. So if you have loved ones that are that don't know who Jesus is, your job is to tell them. You're supposed to be focused and tell them, Lord, I have this person, I have this family member, this best friend that doesn't know who you are. I don't know what to say. I'm so nervous, I don't know what to say. Just tell them who Jesus is. It's simple. What did Jesus do? He loved on people. That's what he did, right? Right? That's not hard. That really isn't. But it's 2020 and people still hate each other and they call themselves Christ followers. You're not a Christ follower, you're a Christian. Totally different. And the reason why I say that is because we rather stay in the garage instead of being outside and actually doing what we're supposed to be doing. Just because you're not going to Bible college doesn't mean you're not called. Every single person in here is called and every single person has a mission and that mission is to tell people about Christ. Doesn't matter if you have anxiety. Doesn't matter if you have depression. Everybody in here is going through something and has gone through something. I have depression issues. There's seasons in my life where I feel like the enemy is just attacking corner by corner. And actually, this past month, this past couple of weeks, I can feel, I felt the enemy attacking me. So much, if you, if you were around me, you probably could tell, but you never said anything. But this past week, I, I finally told my wife, Abby, I know there was something wrong with me. Because it was hard to write this message. But what was the problem was that I was trying to rely on me. I wasn't relying on Jesus. We rely on ourselves so much, so much, we forget the things of the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. So if you have anxiety, if you have depression issues, give it to the cross because Jesus left it there. So stop taking it out. Amen? Fasting honors God and is a mean of worshiping him as such. It means that your stomach isn't your God, and it is with some. Or with social media. Social media is a distraction. It's the biggest distraction. Phones is the biggest distraction. Point two, to worship God. Luke chapter 2, verses 36 to 37, it says, Here was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penula, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. What I really loved about this verse is it said not only she's, she's elderly, but she's fasting and praying. That's all she's, like, that's literally, she's just giving to everything to, to God. That's all she's doing. She's giving everything to God. And we complain about talking to God for five minutes. We complain about attending church Sunday service. We would complain about small groups. We complain about going to an Easter service. Or actually, the Easter service might be the first time you came to church in a year, actually. There's a reason why we are in community with each other. There's a reason why we have Sunday services. Because Jesus was with the community. The disciples. When we are fasting, it's not about us. It's all about him. Fasting is a way of, to worship God by refusing to hunger for the worldly things we do instead, hunger for him. What are we hungry for? Now, I love food. If you know me, I love food. 
I eat a lot. But that can be a distraction. That can hurt us. I mean, it really can. I mean, you can die by overeating obesity, but it really can. But what are you hungry for? Are you reading in your word? Because if you, if you just come to Sunday service to stay stagnated, you're not going to grow. It's the truth. You got to dive deep. You got to go in there. Tell God, I want to be off the sidelines. I want to be in, fully pressed in. Amen? Because if you know who Christ is, you know that you can be transformed. And the people beside you can be transformed. Amen? Number three, for freedom. Isaiah 58, 6. Is not this the kind of fasting I've chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? The purpose of fasting is so much deeper than slipping, giving up food or even technology for a while. It's not just an outward practice, but an inner transformation. Because literally, when you're fasting, <laughs> the whole meaning is you're giving it to God. You're giving your heart to him. Because our heart can be deceitful, right? Right? I mean, amen of that, because I, I have a past and my, my heart was very deceitful. It's about addressing the deep, ugly sins of your life, untying the cords of that yoke and breaking free. What is, a what is it that makes you a slave in your life? Is it your phone? Is it food? Is it the people you hang out with? Who, what is it that makes you a slave? Because everybody in here is a slave to something. We really are. What is it? When we fast, we're making a mental, physical, and emotional decision that you want God's power in your life, and you want God's answers, not yours. We need to focus on freedom and not on our burdens. Because we oftentimes, we rather be like, Lord, I, I'm going through this. I'm going, I don't know how to fix it. I, I, I don't, just give it to Jesus. Just give it to Jesus. And it sounds, it, it, it sounds easy because it is. It really is. Once you realize that all you got to do is just give it to him, it's easy. It's the fact of the matter is, is you got to keep diving deep when you're on your road. And I, I feel like we often, I said this in the first service, I'm going to say it again. We forget what Jesus did on that cross. We did, and we do, and we will always forget he literally died on the cross for us, right? Amen? He was bleeding. He was, he was sweaty. He was crying. He was tortured. He was, he was beaten. He was carrying a heavy cross. That was our burdens. And instead of leaving it at that cross, like Jesus did, we rather take our burdens back and put it back on our shoulders, and that's why we feel lonely all the time, and that's why we feel depressed all the time. It's not because Jesus isn't there, it's because you're not letting him in. So something that has kind of been on my heart this past couple of weeks, and not just mine, but we really, we really want to, I really feel like we need to dive deep in the homeless community. Just like we're doing with the food pantry. That, that's a, food pantry's been a blessing, amen? amen. But that's, not the, that's just the start. That's just the beginning. It's 2020. And it's, 2020 is going to be huge, amen? If you know who God is, 
He's not done, and he will never be done. Amen? So we've been thinking, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we did a homeless service for the homeless? Where they're at. Wouldn't that be cool? Amen? Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be, that'd be, that'd be legit. <laughs> that'd be awesome, right? Because they need Jesus. And we forget about them. But who came to us when we needed Jesus? Think about that. So what does this mean for us? Number one, what is your main focus? Do you have a kingdom mindset or is it on earthly things? Because our, our job is literally to tell people about Christ. It's about the kingdom of God. So whether you've been a, a Christ follower for a long time or a little bit, know that your job, just like the person beside you, is supposed to be telling people about Jesus. And I'm repeating this because I'm supposed to do it, you're supposed to do it, he's supposed to do it, she's supposed to do it, the young kid's supposed to do it, and the baby's supposed to do it. It's the truth. Number two, as the band comes up, what are you hungry for? There's something in here that we're, that we're just wanting. We, we desperately want it. Whether it's people's attention, whether it's being on social media at 11 o'clock at night, we're hungry for something. And most of the time, it's not about Jesus. It's not. So I challenge you today. Jesus is literally telling you, all you got to do is say, Lord, I, I want to know you. And it's not this 90% of um, 90% focus or 90% in. It's this 100% fully in. You got to be fully pressed in to know who Christ is. Fully pressed in. Number three, do you need to be liberated today? What are you a slave to? Because whether you believe it or not, all those chains are on the cross. All those burdens, all those pain, whatever addiction you may have had or maybe you're going through right now, whatever issue you might be going through. Maybe, maybe you hate someone. Get over it. Get over it. Jesus did. He got mad. Jesus got mad, right? Amen. He did. And Jesus was also hilarious. If you read the Bible, he was funny. And he used it in a different context. He didn't do it in a deceitful way like most of us do it. He does it in a way where I don't understand what you're doing, but I still love you. He did it in a way where, yeah, come to me, but you're still a knucklehead. Instead of what we do is, man, I hate what you're doing. And sometimes we don't say it, but we rather want them to go hell because we don't do anything about it. So as our prayer partners come up, I challenge you today, if, you have a, if you're a slave to something, give it up right now. Because we all have a, we are all a slave to something. Doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter how old you are, we're all a slave to something. Give it up right now. As we start this fast in a couple weeks, I challenge you, do something that one, distracts you. If you're distracted by social media, stay off social media. If maybe you don't have to fast food, just like Pastor Todd says, do something that distracts you, something that keeps you away from knowing who Christ is. Because the whole meaning of fasting is one, focusing. You're supposed to be 100% focused, not only during the fast, but 365 days of the year. Amen? Two, to worship God. One, we're supposed to be worshiping God every day. Prayer is an act of worship. 
There's a lot of things that are active worships, but we rather sit down and just be like, oh, we love you. Actually act like you love Jesus if you call yourself a Christ follower. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Because Jesus, if, he doesn't like excuses. He doesn't, right? Amen? Oh, it's because if we have anxiety, if we have depression, it's all gone. Let him in, in your life right now. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your, your power. I pray that we know the same power that was with the disciples, Lord, is the same Holy Spirit now. I pray that we all are ministers of you. And I pray that we understand that, that we go reach for the lost. I pray that we know that people can be transformed because of you, not because of us. We can't do anything without you. And I pray that we know what you did on that cross. And I pray that we know that it was a huge thing because if it wasn't for you dying on the cross, being humble to be a baby and entering earth and to die on the cross, humiliated, I just pray, Lord, we understand what you did and that we don't take it for granted. And Lord, I just pray for every single person here that don't know who you are. I pray that you just, they know they're loved. I pray that they know that person beside them went through the same very thing or maybe they know someone that did the same very thing and that they know they are loved just as well. And I pray that they know that they can be a minister and that they walk in their calling and that they know who you are. In Jesus' name, amen.